from Big Studios in Compton, California, featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores, comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C, and Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your tubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up! Johnny's ready to get it. Let's go! It's Monday night, and we're going to tell you, it is a special edition, you know what that fucking means, is the West Coast yeah, Pop Lock Monday podcast time. invading fucking Mondays. Yeah, we, we had to be number one on Mondays, too, right. you know, we couldn't just like, do Tuesdays. I heard there was a podcast out there that was like, that's cool, they can have Tuesdays, but yeah. like, we're, we got, we're we number Mondays. one on Mondays, I was like, fuck those guys. Fuck your podcast. We're coming from, we're coming from Monday, too. Yeah, next yeah. you know, it'll be Wednesday, All the Thursday, days, Friday, Friday. all the days are mine. Week. Every day's mine. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So we're cooking indoors and taking fucking names. Whatever the fuck does that mean? Taking names. I just, you know, taking writing down names. names. Taking all names. the fools you yeah. fucked up. We write their name down after that. Oh, is that what that means? Like, I fucked them yeah. up. Ooh. I'm taking that name. Take that shit, Johnny. Taking it. Fuck yeah. By the way, Johnny just performed. Did you have a great time? Was I it did. good? Dude, I've been speaking completely sub- like subjectively. Like, I'm not without trying to toot my own horn. I've been, do, I've been doing good. You know? right. Hey, man, you right. know when you're doing good. Right. You know what I right, mean? Right, you know, right. When you're in your doing... craft, you know when you're doing good. Well, I yeah, because they laugh, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, right. That is like, that is yeah. like a pretty, uh, <laughs> the gauge yeah, yeah, is yeah. right there. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. What number are we on, Mario? We uh, are on, on number 49. God damn. Ba, ba, ba. And we have a special guest today. Not only is he a special guest today, uh, Alvis of Left Alone. He will also be performing our first performance on yeah. the West Coast Pop Block Podcast. Absolutely. And I got a little taste of it earlier, man. Yeah, you guys are in for it. So we'll, we'll be doing that. We'll be doing a couple songs for you. Um, thank you for coming down, man. We really appreciate this. Welcome. Bro, having you in. And yeah. Welcome Bienvenidos. to the West Coast Pop Block Podcast. Bienvenidos. Thank you for inviting me. You know? it's, yeah. It's good to be here in Compton. Definitely. Yeah, Compton, Compton, it's been a while. Yeah, but I got off on Wilmington Boulevard, no Avenue, which, which, whichever Wilmington it is, Avenue, because yeah. Boulevard is by my old house. And no. I was like, huh. Normally, all the Scott kids, <laughs> all the Scott kids, always come buy weed from Compton. At least that was what it used to be back in the early two thousands <laughs> with their so. backpacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. And then, uh, so he he came down today to hang out with us and talk. And uh, we were just talking right now about Warp Tour and yeah. the hustle that. That that took. Uh, we had Josh uh, Stolo on a couple episodes back, and he, we were talking about the force of drink that they would make and all these hustles. And you were talking about your own hustle, like selling cigarettes. Allegedly. And, allegedly. Allegedly. Sure, because that, that would be illegal. So. That'd no, be weird. That's, they, no, that's, there's a, there's a, that's years ago, so the, yeah, uh, the statute of limitations is strong. Sure, sure. Now, well, I mean, you had, we used to cook, and yeah, then people the like band. to get faded as a barbecue band after every show or most of the shows, so then you just kind of see the need for something and then you fill it whether somebody needs a cigarette after him asking you like 40 times for one you'd be like we got some in the van they're just a buck you just yeah. give a dollar you know yeah, or something yeah. and then like the our version of the force drink was it was called donkey punch and it was just a mixture of whatever uh, whatever you could mix <laughs> in you know what i mean and then you just sell five bucks a cup allegedly allegedly yeah. but it was really just a party for all our friends every night it was good it was good times that was how we came up and that, that was like our official first tours was like warp tour, like two months, barbecue band, pulling a, like a barbecue pit trailer. Yeah. It's like 
So you'd be going down the highway and people were trying to like tell you like, yo, you're on fire. It's like, no, it's just from the barbecue. Yeah, the barbecue still lit. <laughs> Looking like a train, but that, that's how we kind of came up and that's how it started. We, I mean, we were a band before that, but touring. How important was that for you guys as a band like out there? That's how we got signed. That's how we were noticed. And um, like Tim was there. That's when everything kind of started happening like in, in the real way. We were on the Warped Tour compilation. Those things go gold, you know. So they would always help that. That helped out a lot. But it was like knowing other bands. We di- I did it in 03 as a roadie for the barbecue band. Then in 04, I got my band on it. And then we released our record, Lonely Starts and Broken Hearts. And I made like a thousand special ones for the barbecue mm-hmm. to hand out. Fuck so yeah. you'd get it with like a burger. be like, here's the record. <laughs> Not like annoying, like, hey, dude, here's my band. Just yeah, kind of yeah. like, yeah, if you want to take it, take yeah. it. You know what I mean? Take it. Take it. Take it. And then... Um, <laughs> then Tim was there because Large and the Bastards were playing that year. And then there was kind of like a little thing going on with like certain labels we were kind of talking to in a way. But the goal was Hellcat. That was just like, that was the and goal. he just rolled up. And then um, that's kind of where it all started. Then the year after that, we re released it on Hellcat. And then that just kind of like started everything. Damn, dude. And that was 05. When that was came. so, like, I remember. Yeah. Seeing, like, seeing Left Alone. And, and that's like, and just like knowing who you were from just like around the way. And it's like kind of like a tattoo or kind of like everything else. We kind of notice like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah. look, Left Alone's getting some shit. Like, yeah. look at that. They're playing some fucking shows. You start to, and it was like, God, it was so cool to watch you guys grind it out to start, like, making some shit happen, man. That was fucking. Yeah. Was, when I look back, it's a lot of work. Like, a lot <laughs> of hard work. Like, when I think about it, it's a lot of, like, you know, touring, like, sleeping on people's floors, in the van, out in the snow, like, you know. But it was worth it. I mean, that's kind of part of, like, developing and being a DIY artist and still keeping that, but just kind of just moving forward and still keeping those roots, but kind of evolving, you know, and kind of yeah. doing Paying them shit. dues, man. Putting in them miles. Yeah, a little too much. <laughs> I think I fucking overpaid. You know what I mean? I need, I need to check that receipt. I think I did a little too much. But, yeah, that's how it kind of started with the Warp Tour thing. So, you know, the Gilbert's band, the – what were they called? The Sparring. The Sparring. I was thinking the gambling. The Sparring um, – yeah, they were on the barbecue. They were doing the barbecue when we were on tour with them, too. And it was like watching them, judging them. Like, uh, <laughs> they're not. Dude, we used to get down. We used to do shrimp cocktail. We used to do ribs. Like, you know, not just burgers. Like, yeah. quesadillas. We used to do, um, we used to separate the stuff for, like, some of the, you know, the, back then when it was, like, new to me. Like, vegan and all that stuff. We'd keep the grill separated. Yeah, we get all oh, fucking. Shit, man. This is almost twenty years ago. Yeah, know? this is before like 15, all the fucking like 15, food trucks. Yeah, fifteen years ago. Because I learned fucking... a lot from Destruction Made Simple as a roadie. How some band members would be like, "Hey, man, can like you know my stuff not touch that stuff?" And I was like, "All right, okay, that, that's important, I guess, to some people." Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. To the people that it's important to, it's super important. Yeah, you know? oh, so yeah, I get yeah, it. So, yeah, yeah, bring yeah, extra yeah. foil, put their stuff on that. So, yeah, and that's how you make the money too. Like by fucking tips, yeah. by by uh, not catering to, but by uh, listening to their concerns and what their wants and needs. Customer yeah. service, right? Customer yeah, service. Like you I've can... never worked at a restaurant, but I feel like I have a master's in that shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just from work tour. <laughs> the plates, the system, make them make them do a line and like stand in certain areas, and yeah, it was, it was good times. You know what oh, I mean? yeah, I'm good. grateful for that shit. That shit was. I look back, and I'm like, but it was good. Oh, yeah. Are, do you have the same members from the beginning still? No, no. Um, this band, this version of the band has been around together. Actually, our drummer is his anniversary 
in a couple of weeks, I think. I got to give him a gold watch. He's ten years in. Hell yeah! So Damn. he's he's the youngest one in the band, the newest one. Mm-hmm. Like Tan Jam is like twelve, thirteen. Pablo, our organ player, man, I was telling you about him. <laughs> it's kind of weird because like I've fired him so many times that it's weird. His start date begins or it ends. So like Hilarious. his like health insurance laps. Yeah. <laughs> we always got to restart it. So we don't know where he's at. Yeah. But nah, he's been actually on Warped Tour. That's where I found him. He just walked up. He's like, hey, man. I was like, what's up? He's like, you kind of play ska. He's like a total like, reggae ska guy. Yeah. And he was like, when you come around from Canada, like, I'll play with you. And I was like, yeah, cool, whatever, right? Cool, whatever. Yeah. We're setting up and shit. And there's this dude setting up his keyboard. He's just plugging his shit in, asking the sound guy for stuff. And we're like, who's this guy? So then I had to, like, show him what I was playing. So he would write it down on, on like, notes or whatever. And then we played. And then he never left. Thanks. Wow. Simple, just like, by the way, I'm in the band. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he's rad. Pablo, Pablo's like the older, Statesman. big brother, yeah. younger brother sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. He drives a lot. I appreciate that. He drives a lot? Well, that's super important for a man. Who the fuck's going to... If you don't have a driver, yeah. like, man, you fucked up. A bunch of people arguing about who doesn't want to drive. That's usually like, the guy that hangs around. Yeah. yeah. You're the driver and the roadie and the go... The, yeah, you, know, you want to hang the, out the and drive. Kind of fetch your shit, yeah. yeah. No, no, he just, he just loves to drive. And he just, like, you know... So he's a good dude. He, he adds a lot to the, to the music with the organ and stuff. So... Yeah, I remember meeting you for the first time. It was quite a few years ago. I think we narrowed it down to 03, 04, uh, at Chain Reaction. Myself and Rob Castellon of uh, uh, Wiretap Records and Migrito were doing a thing called um, Atomic TV. This was before even YouTube and sure. shit. I wish we would have stuck with it. We didn't, of course. And you, um, we, he, he hit you up. And you guys were performing there. You're like, yeah, we'll interview. So we have this interview. I'm, I'm going to look for it, too. And, and nah, it. you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it was, nah, like, it was cool. the coolest thing. You had your mohawk nah. back then. Yeah, and, the, the, the thing with like stuff like that, it's like kind of looking at your pictures from the sixth grade. You know? sure. You're all, three, nine, no one wants to see that let shit. Me hear, let me no, hear no, what no. I had to say yeah. back then. Everybody <laughs> wants to see it except you. Right, right, right. right that's right. true. That's yeah. true because for Ben, nah, it's cool. Yeah. It's just, I always think like that, but I think wrong because I don't know anything. You know what I mean? No, but, but it was awesome, man. You, had, you, had, uh, you just let us come out and interviewed you. We did, and then we stuck around for the show. And yeah, it was fucking badass, dude. That was my first experience of Left Alone back then. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was... I, Team reaction was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, once again, we met again at K Rock. You guys did the um, Dead American Radio, and that hit home for me because at the time I was like in this crazy uh, whether I wanted to stay or, or not at K Rock. And I will be honest with you, man. And we spoke about this. Like they really missed an opportunity with local Latino one hundred percent. And and. and they did have a locals only show, but it was never like they never went deep into like you guys, Vietnamese, like guys that were like neighborhood bands. Yeah, neighborhood bands. Yeah, exactly. and, and and the thing is that people, I mean, and I've always used to say this, man. When you get a Latino as a fan, they stay a fan forever. Sure, they're yeah. gonna follow you. So if they would have just, you know, went and really, you know, attached leaned you guys, in, leaned, leaned, in. leaned in to that whole scene. I mean, they'd probably still be up there in, in, in ratings, you know? It would have been, it it been different. It would have changed yeah. something. You know it, yeah, something, something. would have definitely changed. You know, it's yeah. funny that that song, and they played it, right? Like, Yeah, Dead American Radio. That's what that song was about, about like um, how me, like as a songwriter, and, and thinking like, we're all young and kind of like just thinking that if you write a good song, it'll find its way there, you know? And then you get signed, and then you see how machines work and how, how it's really not about 
it doesn't have to be about the song. Some songs obviously make it because they're great, but there's so much behind it. Yeah. There's so much that has to be there, and that's why that record's called that, and that's why that song says what it says. And it's crazy that that's the song that they that's play. Down yeah, its way. Of course. And, it's like poetry. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but like in life. No, yeah, but it was awesome. That was a game meeting you there and then uh, yeah. continuing the friendship and, and then seeing you go to ha- with Hellcat and then with Tim and doing those stuff and, and also doing the uh, um, uh, Now Manic Hispanic. We talked with yeah. Ephraim la- yeah. two weeks ago about that's that. That's a trip. Know? No, yeah. That's a trip because um, Steve Soto, rest in peace, when he was alive, he asked me to join and I couldn't because I do too much. I mean, I got yeah. a lot of shit going on. I moved to the mountains like... Uh, just, it was a lot going on, and I was like, I can't. And then he was like, All right, let's start a new band. Uh, and we'll call it like Gracias Malverde, and we'll be like a Latino straight pop, pop not pop punk, but you know, he writes really catchy songs. Yeah. So I was like, All right, I'm with it. And he would email me little riffs and stuff. And then he kind of switched it on me, and then he was like, Well, I mean, we'll just do Manic then, we'll do that. And I was like, well, I can't. Like, Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but you know, like, yeah. but, but he wanted me in the band, which was which was a trip. But I, at that moment, I couldn't. And then when he passed away, they asked me to play his uh, his birthday celebration at Alex's. And then I, they're like, oh, here's, you know, here's some songs. I was like, all right. And then we played them. And then they, they kind of asked me to join. And I was like, all right. Like, I was like, oh, okay. All right. Well. Yeah, he got what he wanted. I'm, yeah. I'm down. You know, and it's fun playing in that band and, and, you know, to keep his, you know, his memory and honor and Gabby, too. Like, it's just, it's a cool band because it was always kind of meant to kind of morph like that and bring in younger. Sure. That's kind of how they've always kind of kept it going. You have the OGs and then you always bring some. So they put Ephraim in first and then Louie and then Gilbert, who's probably the personification of manic Hispanic. That was a straight paisa cholo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, um, I joined, and then it's been fun. The record comes out this Thursday. We have a show at Alex's, and it's just like, you know, for me, it's fun because I don't sing. I just play guitar in the back, and I just learn all these classic punk songs, and sure. I laugh whenever they joke because it's just funny, you know? It's fun for me. That's right. That's when right. Ephraim was in here, he really kind of changed my mind about Manic Spent, like, continuing and all that stuff without, without Gabby, without fucking Steve. And he was like, do you think... Pete, Gabby doesn't want people talking about him. Like, do you think that he doesn't <laughs> yeah. want these songs played and to gather up a bunch of people and talk about him? And I was like, fuck, that's totally what Gabby wants. You know, it's like, and when he told me that the families want, it's like, all right, then. Like, yeah, this and, is... and, the, and Steve, like, picked us. Right. You know what I mean? Steve had an array of people that, you know, he's an OG OG. Sure. And yeah. he knows a lot of people that would be like, come on, I'm better than Please, them. Can Please, can I be I'm yeah, way yeah. better than that. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, he is. But he was more like, he, he knew that everyone's role. He, he wanted to put people in certain situations. And yeah, it worked out. I, I'm stoked with it. The record, it's his last record that he did with them and finished. And um, I'm just like happy to release it to the people, you know, because yeah. they've released songs on YouTube, but now it's like officially on vinyl and it's, on CD and it's going to be on Spotify because a lot of the stuff isn't. It isn't. Yeah, so totally I'm really happy isn't. to like get that going in the right direction for them because that's kind of what I like to do a lot. You know? So once again, if people listening in, where can we go to this show? You said Alex's Bar. Alex's that's- Bar. I think there's like, I'm not even kidding, like 10 tickets left or something. I oh. mean, it's it's San Diego sold out last Saturday and Alex is the album release show with 13 Dead and Dry, one of my favorite bands from uh, the South Bay. And um, it's going to be really good. Neighborhood Brats, I believe, also. So it's just three bands, and it's it's going to be really a good show. 
Hell yeah. I'm stoked already. Steve, buy tickets now. Get tickets. Uh, yeah, and also, when I got tickets here if you guys want to buy some. Uh, oh, <laughs> see, true fucking hustle. Hustle, yeah, for hustle. Sure. hustle. Yeah, I, I, hustle. I got VIP a, ones, too. I'll take a ticket <laughs> and a cigarette. If you uh, have <laughs> I do. And that's uh, what I wanted to say. I got cell phone cases, and I got those, like, covers for your glass. You know what I mean? I got oh, those, too. Oh, yeah. And I got when socks. It, I got a lot of socks. This was better than Swap Me, by the way. Yeah. Whenever we have people in here, like, same with Afro, same with all these dudes, that... I and, and this is different because I personally have watched it. Dudes that's that fucking I watched grind and I watched hustle and sacrifice for the life of doing whatever the fuck you want to. Yeah. You know, like it's a hard way to make an easy living. You know, like it's a super hard way to, to do whatever the fuck you want to. Yeah. And that shit has all my respect in the world. You know, so like fucking props to you for being able to fucking still be out there, still doing it, still living that fucking outlaw pirate life. You know, like yeah, super I'm lucky. Punk rock DI. You're not lucky. No, it's not yeah, luck. Yeah, no. You're fortunate. You are fortunate. You are not lucky. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, fortunate like, is just like a like a lucky means you more didn't sophisticated do, way of saying lucky. Lucky means you didn't do anything for it. Fortunate means you put yourself in the position for these good things to happen well, to you. Well, there's a, there's a little bit of talent, a lot of hard work, and some luck or being fortunate. But you got to be there at the right place at the right time. When I was hit up by the label, it was at the Pontiac Silverdome parking lot where Andre the Giant got slammed. Yeah, yeah. calm down. He got all happy. <laughs> he got all happy. Like, that was Laxton's show. He's all, oh my God, Andre, Andres, Andres. Andres. That was last week's show, so, bro. We were, we were, check it out, we were doing a barbecue there. there was, it was like a party party because we had just come back from Canada and there was like, there's a lot of people, like 500 people in a parking lot were cooking. I'm smelling like barbecue sauce and Pablo, my organ player, who wasn't my organ player at the time, just starts DJing, reggae stuff. Just, it all just, and then, Tim came up and he started talking to me and stuff, and that's when it kind of like started. But where was it? Was it in LA? No. Was it like, you know, Orange County? No, it was like Michigan. Hell yeah. Because I was there, you know? So yeah. you have to kind of, like, I did give up a lot. I mean, you just, I quit my job, and, which was easy, but, you know, you leave, <laughs> you leave that like every two weeks or every Friday paycheck, you, you leave those comforts and you the just. Safety. You go live in a van and you go like, and hopefully this shit works and hopefully these songs are good enough. But then it's, it just becomes. What you are and what you do, and it—I don't know—I consider myself fortunate, <laughs> but I consider myself lucky, and and yeah. it's part. I mean, you know, there's a lot of ingredients into it. A lot of my band members put in a lot of work, and in certain eras, certain things had to happen. But yeah, I mean, I'm grateful. Yeah, uh, you know what? Luck is opportunity met with hard work. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is what it is, man. Like same thing with, with myself. Like I I met Lightning a few years before I got on the radio, and it was just. You know, through 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 just fucking shit. Also, a lot of people get lucky and fuck it up. Oh, for you know sure. What I mean, get yeah, luck, get sure. put in the position to make something cool happen, and they step on their dick and fuck it I all up. I did that the first know? time I was at K Rock. the first, you know, I was on the Kevin and Bean. Then I did overnights. Then I, they were like, oh, okay, it's not gonna work. And then I had to work my way back to get back on. Man. And then when I got back on, I was like. I'm leaving on my terms. Yeah. And then now I do Michelin Rumble and stuff. But yeah, dude, like, it, it's just... And how did work. you start on K-Rock? Through, through Lightning. I used to do a magazine called Dirt Pilot, and he was really into racing. And we met Lightning. And two years into the friendship with Lightning, uh, Big Tad had left. And Lightning was like, hey, do you want to be on the radio? I was like, fuck yeah. And he's <laughs> all, tomorrow... Be here at the station at fucking 5 a.m. You're going to do an interview live on the air with Kevin and Bean. So I get there, and it's 7 a.m. He opens the door to the studio and introduces me as Super Steve. And from that day forward, boom, that was El it. Super. That was it. And I and 
first Latino on there, uh, you know, doing overnights and, and being on the Kevin and being the number one show at the time. Uh, fuck, it was amazing, dude. That's cool. Fucking, but like we were talking earlier, they missed their boat with with really reaching out to that Latin community and, and really the grasping. hungry Latin community. There's so yeah. many good bands with so many good, like, with so much potential, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you know, they, they did play here and there one or two or three songs, you know, but they never really, like, took hold like, of it. Like, this is going to be our scene now. Yeah, well, like, let's, let's, let's back this. Been. Yeah. I mean, this was what K-Rock was, was made to do. Right. Local L.A. good yeah. bands. Because like you said, we go see your shows, and you know, whether it's in Wilmington, whether it's in, in you know, at the Chain Reaction, wherever it is, yeah. you, you never saw K-Rock there. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That was the issue. Yeah. You know, that's what I thought about. That's why I feel that they've really, you know, dropped. But who knows what would have what could have been? Zach, what do you want? <laughs> I'm about to say, we, we, we have Zach Rabbit Lopez calling in right now to the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Uh, what's up, Zach Rabbit Lopez? I love how Johnny was the only one who didn't forget about me. Though. No, we, hey, <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we knew you were there. We yeah. were just trying to hope you hung up. <laughs> I was just, I was just trying to wait for the perfect moment to segue into the Zach Rabbit Lopez. <laughs> And thanks for thanks for taking the call after the seventh call, but you know. Are you gonna yeah. complain or talk? Let's go. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. I want I wanted to ask the question: How how did y'all or how, sorry? How did Elvis? How did you get my boy Sammy Reese on this ranted tour? I wanted to hear the backstory. Oh, I know Sammy from when he was in the Bad Luck Bandits when I tried to sign him, and his manager got all weird. And then I've always kept in contact with him because he's such a great songwriter, and I like, I like he's a great artist too. He designed one of our shirts, and so on. In the 2019 Rancid Bash tour, I had my own stage that was like the acoustic stage that I was running. So then I'd invite artists from different cities, and then we'd have like a sign-up sheet, kind of like an open mic. Sure. And then we'd have the the Tim Fender acoustic Hellcat guitars there, so you just had to roll up. And oh, just nice. sign up while the be- it was like a beer garden kind of thing. So for I've had them there from like noon to like four before the main stage opened. And dude, to see people just go like, <laughs> like on little drinks, like little you know what I mean, drinking little heavy ass beers or whatever. So then I hit up Sammy, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm down." I hit up Joey Briggs too. I hit up a lot of people, Scotty from the Potato Pirates. So every every town I have friends, you know, and I would be like, "Yeah, guys." I got these shows. You guys want to do this and this and that? And they're like, all right. And then I think Sammy went to Utah or he went to a one show. And then I was like, hey, you want to just go to the next one to Denver for like two nights? And he was like, all right. So then he just got in the left alone van and he just rolled with. So oh, yeah. it seems like people in your band, just like, they just show up and then they're in the band. <laughs> yeah. Trip out on this. <laughs> we were in Japan and, and this is how I met one of my best friends. We were in Japan playing. And we see this, like, skinny white dude in the back with the big old fro in, in Japan. You yeah. know, he like, stands out like crazy, right? Yeah. So my drummer, Kyle at the time, was like, yo, who's that? We kind of go check him out after the show. He's like, oh, my name's Andrew Wixon. I'm here working for Sony. He was uh, part of a publishing, whatever, songwriting thing. I was like, cool, he's from the Valley. So I was like, hey, you want to finish the tour with us? <laughs> he's like, all right. So we're driving, and then, like, our tour manager was looks back, and she was like, who's that? I was like, oh, he's finishing the tour with us, and we've been like really good friends since. He's a good dude. So. That's awesome. But I found him in Japan. I'm getting a feeling that Elvis is gonna be here next week. Sure, just a on collector. Hey, he's a like, collector. I'm, I'm here. Dude. I'm on this now. I, <laughs> dude, I do. I do too much. Yeah, yeah. I do too he's much. Off in the yeah. mountains now. Yeah. You're a person that can never say no. 
I say it all the time. You just Wait, like, I just say it low key. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, no. Yeah, but they still come coming, keep coming. Nah, I mean, you know, it's it's. I like to do stuff, but not too much. I'm not trying to. Oh, you know. What's I say? If you want something done, if you want something done, give it to the busy guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. busy, busy people get shit done. Yeah. Somebody doing nothing doesn't get anything done. That guy, <laughs> did that guy hang up? Yeah, he just hung up right now. Yeah. Thanks, like, Zach, for calling he, in. He's like, that's not the answer I wanted. Uh, he got, he got, <laughs> trust me, if that wasn't the answer he wanted, he would have let us know. That, <laughs> that answer went from, like, 2002 or three all the way to, like, 19. That was pretty good. I kind of... Sammy, Sammy's a good artist. I like him a lot. Thank Gold, you, Ghosts of L.A. Thank you, Zach, for uh, calling in. And by the way, shout out to everyone. Sandra, saludos. We see you out there on Facebook. Uh, Julie says, the West Coast Punk Pop Lock <laughs> Podcast. That's, right. That's a lot of peas. Uh, Oscar, we see you out there. Uh, what's up, Oscar? He's a big fan of Elvis and, Hi, and his crew. Uh, Julie said that uh, she needs tickets and Steve to get her, too. She'll Venmo you, she says on there. <laughs> so as So let's go back to, like, 05. All right. So as you have, or even before that, right. when you're like Hellcat, like that's where. Well, that, 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 that goes back to the 90s. Sure. So I'm saying, like, as Left Alone gets put together, as having a band, like, and you're like, yeah. yo, we're thinking about getting signed. All right. Hell, we have, that, obviously, a fucking Hellcat. Like, to me, that's the obvious. And so you have your eyes on that. Yeah. And as that becomes more of a possibility mm-hmm. and then a reality, how is that going in your mind? Like, I guess in my mind, it's like, you know, like being pumped, like this is this is happening, this is working. You know? Yeah. So back then, I wrote like all the things I wanted to do with the band, and I gave my first demo tape, tape cassette, in '98 uh, on the Warp Tour in Texas, because everyone told me like you can't really like find band members to give it to in LA because they're always with their families or there's always press. Sure. Yeah. So I'm like, and I had just gotten laid off from a job, so I used the unemployment, rented a car, got two of my friends, drove to Texas because we were going to get there and, and, sorry, Kevin Lyman, we were going to sneak in because we didn't have money. So we're going to get there early. Kevin Lyman started that shit. Yeah, yeah. And um, we get there and there's like, oh, it's at the, where the, the Astros play? Sure. The Dome? The Astro Dome. Yeah. So it's in the yeah. place. So we can't get in. So, yeah. <laughs> so I go to Tripod. I go to a Kmart, and I, I unplug the Coke machine, and I'm doing my mohawk on the reflection of the thing, right? Because I'm ready. I'm gonna go to the show somehow, and I'm sitting on the on the curve like six in the morning. Like this shit is never gonna happen. My dudes are asleep in the car. Like we don't care. And this guy walking by, he looked like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. And he looks at me. He's like, "What do you?" That's what he looked like. And he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, oh, I told him. He's like, "Oh, I'm in one of the bands. I'll put you on the list." What's your name? Trip out. And I was like, okay. I wake them up. I'm like, guys, guys, we're going to, you know, whatever. So I get there. We did it. Like, guys, guys, See, we're it's in. Always, we did it. It's yeah. always these little steps. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then I'm in line. And there's this, like, older couple in front of me. And the guy kind of looks like Colonel Sanders. Like, just like an old school, like in white with the white hair. And I'm, like, tripping out. And they're, t- they're really nice. Start talking to me. Like, what's your name? And they're like, oh, we're here to see our son. I think it was the Reverend Horn Heat's parents. Right? So oh, I'm man. just in line at the will call, right? I've never been on a guest list, like a real one. <laughs> so I get there. I've been in the backyard, you know what I mean? You just sneak into the yeah. side. That's the guest list shit. And so I give her my license or whatever, and then she hands me three tickets and then three backstage passes. Yeah, I still have it sewn onto one of my early jackets. Yeah. Damn. So then I get this, and I had my little disposable cameras. I have photos of, like, Bad Religion, Rancid, Epcat. 
couple other bands. I mean, that's the show that where Fat Mike from No Effects was mad that they were playing indoors and it sounded like shit because there was like an echo. Mm-hmm. So he grabbed his guarantee, which is five thousand bucks, and he just threw it in the crowd. Oh, and it was wow. like. So then the guy goes, "If you want, I'll put." You. Oh, so I, I saw I, I saw Tim there, and I had seen him at the Warped Tour in San Diego, and I was like. I was like, oh, and he was kind of like, oh, all right. And I was like, here, here's my tape. Sorry ass, cheap ass. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Recorded live at the Roxy. Like, it was just bad. When I look at it now, I'm like, Pfft. but I was like, oh, I got, you know, this is what I'm doing now. This yeah. is what I thought. Like, you just keep trying to do the new stuff, and then you just kind of like, here's the next one until something happens. And then, so then I saw the whole show, and then my dudes were like, yo, let's go back home. I was like, no, we got tomorrow. They're like, nah, we're out. And I was like, all right, well, all right. Well, I did what I came to do. Yeah. So I just drove home, like, happy from, like, uh, Houston? Yeah, from Houston Astrodome. Damn. Happy as fuck, dude. Returned the car back, and I was like, oh, that's right. I don't have a job. <laughs> so, uh, that was, like, the beginning of starting. And then um, as the years progressed, we record better material. and But from then to, like, when it happened, I think it was, like, seven years. So it was just putting out my own records. You know, having little labels. We got offered some deals, and I was like, nah, because they wanted to take the publishing, or they wanted, like, just not good deals. Yeah. And even back then, I was a little smart. Dude, that's, I would like to stop and say, smell this record. Yeah. Like, before, you had a record label yeah. before that was, like, a thing that people had their own record Out of label, necessity, you know? because I would get, like, Hellcat said, no, thank you, on the letter. I have three of them. And then Fat, uh, Fat Records, they had a dope one. I still have it. I just found it. It says, like, it checks your bands off. Like, oh, you're not Nirvana. Or, like, keep working at McDonald's. One day you'll be the fry guy. And then oh, they're, they're all man. funny. They're all yeah, funny. Yeah. But kind of, I mean, if they check that one off. They're dicks. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, yeah. But my ours <laughs> said, like, oh, your band's good. No, really. But keep sending us your stuff. And I was like, all right. Well, I'm in the right direction, I guess. So I just kept kind of chugging along, starting to book little shows outside of my cities, outside of the state, little by little, kind of trying to, like, do stuff. And then it just kind of slowly but surely just started rolling. Like, but like, I, and I love that people like you that don't see it as you're like, yeah, I had to do it. Like there was a, when a lot of people would have gone, oh well, that didn't work. I guess like the thing that I'm trying to do doesn't work. I guess I'll stop doing it, or I guess I'll do something else. As opposed to thinking, oh well, for this to work, I just have to put it out myself, and that's what has to happen. And so that's what I'll do. Like, that's not the mentality that a lot of people have. Yeah, and it comes from, like, the the DIY punk thing, from being Mexican also to kind of always have that, like, you can do it, you can do it yourself, or you can figure out a way to do it. So I was like, all right, well, then. That shit is fucking inspiring as fuck. He's like, I'm going to start a band. (laughs) Not a band, but but my version of that. Like, I have to do my version of that. Yeah. You know, and it's fucking. No, and I get that, too, because I, I like comedy a lot, and I. Like, if I wasn't a musician, I'd probably... I'm not funny, but I would want to do that just because I think it's part of the same world. Sure. And it's a lot of grinding. Like, when I play acoustic, like, I don't care if 10 people are there, one person is there. I'm working out the song the way you guys work out the joke. And so then I'll bring the song when I'm after I think I'm kind of done with it. Then I'll bring it to the band. And then they're very good to be like, nah, that's a, that's a solo song. Or, or then they'll be like, no, no, you get, yeah, that one. We want that one. You know? yeah. And they're good. And I trust them with that. As to before, I was like, they're all my kids. They're all pretty. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, not that one. That one's fucking ugly. You know what I mean? So, well, that one's good for you. Yeah. yeah. So they, they're that filter that, that helps me out. And But, yeah, I get the, the comedy thing. That's dope. It's hard, dude. Huh? I mean, it sucks. You know, it sucks sometimes. And so you were talking about, like, like, just the L.A. thing. Like, this is where you come when you're done, not when you come when you when you're started. You know? Yeah. So, but 
it, but it's just like you're saying, but it's all super worth it. Like even because yeah. I've been like so this month since COVID, this month it's, I mean I booked a couple shows, but having like three shows in the last couple weeks, that's like a fucking yeah for me. That's like holy shit. So you're on tour. Oh my god! <laughs> but I remember like even like in however long ago when we first started thinking. Like, I'm not even booked on shitty shows. Like, it's going to be no. a while before I even level up to that. And now, being here right now, I'm like, oh, I, now look at me. Remember yeah. when I was talking about wanting to be booked on shitty shows? Like, I'm fucking being booked on these shows. And so now to see that I fucking, I leveled it's, up it's for very, it. I leveled it's up. Very you know? like, it's very similar. It's very similar. Right. Where you look at, where, where you go to horrible shows, you're like, but, but you're not on it. It's like, well, I wish I could fucking be on it. Like, I'm I was like, or, like, or like thinking, like, like I remember when when we would drive to like we play um, the Roxy, but we would rent out the Roxy and do our like do our own show right. Yeah. And we would sell it. Similar how you do your Michelada, you just yeah, yeah. you take over the thing. Oh, yeah. We would do that, and then we'd go to the knitting factory, and then we'd do all three. Like we would always work. And I remember I would drive by for inspiration. I would stop at the at the Epitaph Records, sure, and just park outside and just like imagine what it looked like in there. That's like, so fucking cool. Often, <laughs> I remember one of my girlfriends was like, "Yeah, enough with this shit." I'm like. <laughs> I was like, you'll see. One day I'm going to make it. But, I mean, but that was that was part of the thing. I'd stop the van and I'd just look in there and be like. And I remember I, you know, I just, from the, growing up on that music from the 90s, all the, you know, the, when the shit broke and, like, imagining, like, everyone's in there with the mohawk and they're fucking drinking 40s and working. Like, it's the shit. You know what I mean? Just little kid shit. And you yeah. walk in there and it's like. Hello. I'm like, yeah, oh, chill. Like, welcome to Epitaph. Do you want a coffee? Yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Do you want some promos? I remember they used to have a promo area where you just fucking like, yeah. The, I, the, yeah. The, the first story that I've ever heard about Epitaph was when what because um, Scott Sylvia, his tattooer, was was roommates with Lars. Oh, and so, right. And so they come down here mm-hmm. and they go to the fucking warehouse and the, and the promos and they're the like, promos. you guys. Can, and they just, they took everything. Like yeah. everything that was there. It's like, we're just going to scoop. It's like, we can have whatever we want to. Oh, fuck it. I'm taking fucking everything. And the guy know? there, he'd just be like. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever. He's like cutting more of the barcodes and just refill what you're taking. The cool thing about Epitaph was like when you walk in, there was like a big old V8 motor. Kind of like from the old Epitaph, like Summer National shirt with the the shifter and all that, and that was like the receptionist desk. Still, that's pretty fucking. That's, that's what you have to do, though. You have to go and you have to visualize and you have to keep that, that dream alive within yourself. All I've heard, you know what I'm saying, all I've heard is you say, "Here's a bunch of stuff that I wanted to happen, and here's how I made it happen." Like that is, but, but that's what you yeah, have I hope to that do. doesn't sound like if I'm bragging. No, oh, oh no, it, that's it's not bragging. Man. It's like, a, do you know how you do it? This is how you do it. Yeah. You set your intentions, and then you go out. Yeah, there I, you back then I wrote like everything that I wanted to do, and and I've done pretty much everything, and I'm. I'm I'm grateful for it, but it did take a lot of work. And you also give up a lot, though. You give up a normal home life. You give up a real pain job. You see your friends, like, you know, they start having kids or, like, they, they, they start evolving. Some of them for the better, some of them, like, everyone's different. But then you notice, like, oh, shit, I'm different. Like, I'm not part sure. of this whole crew. You yeah. know what I mean? I am. We're friends. We'll always hang out. But I'm a little different. And it's kind of cool because um, music is kind of, I don't know, like, it's been such a big part of my life. From booking shows to like putting out people's records to like doing my own thing or playing acoustic, like it's just it's all encompassing of what I I've always wanted to do. And whether I do this today and not something until I practice next week or Thursday show, I always get these like little bumps of joy like through the weeks, through the months because like this is all I've ever wanted to do. Right, that's oh, yeah. it. You know? Yeah. 
That's and that, and that's what the show's about, man. We always talk about it every every time we have a guest, and even if we don't, it's about inspiring people to continue on to their dreams, man. Because like it's happened for me, and it's happening for Johnny, and it's happened for Johnny because he's always <laughs> done what he wanted to do, <laughs> and he's continuing. And every guest that we have here, you know, you just letting the 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 listeners know that it's it is work. Yeah, I, I just because yeah. you're getting what it is you set out to do, like that doesn't mean. That there isn't sacrifices. That doesn't oh, no. mean that it doesn't suck sometimes. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you don't. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah, like having what that, that doesn't mean. But there's these choices that you have to make to yeah. be able to put yourself in these positions. Like, like I never wanted a new car. I've always had an old '63 Nova or a Chevy Nova from like the '60s. Whenever I would check out cars, it'd be like Vans, the tour. You know, <laughs> the first car I ever like purchased, like newish or whatever, was a van. Like I've never been like, oh, I need the new Camaro or I need them, because also I knew that that was an anchor. That that would, like, now I'd have to have a job sure. all the time. Or, like, I'd have to – I couldn't just go from tour to tour to tour to tour and in between do stuff until it, it kind of got better. But, yeah, you have to make these choices where, again, you see your friends and, like, new rides or something. It's cool. But you're like, oh, I'm on some different it's shit. It's not my path. No. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't want that. Yeah, it's like – I don't I, need that. I, yeah. You know, you have but to, that's I've, a choice, though, you make. Yeah. Whether you know you're making it at that time, it's happening. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. When I told – I have a roommate who's also a comic, and – when it's, when it's like shit gets rough, it's like just because like the plan is still the plan. Just yeah. because like you're in the thick of it and it starts getting, it's like no, no, no. This is still we're just still on the plan. We're still on the path, man. We made the plan. Yeah. Now we're walking. You know, you gotta execute the plan. That takes time. And <laughs> I, I, I think I know who you're talking about. Huh? Your your roommate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I seen him well, years. How many ago. roommates do you have? Oh, I seen him. I seen him years ago do the stand up. Yeah. And I recently seen him again, and I was like, holy shit, this guy got fucking good. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it could take some time. And you have to be willing it to sacrifice. It takes time. You, yeah. you, like, when I listen, like, like, to compare it to music or your first sets or your first jokes, like, those first songs or your first jokes, you can go through them and be like, eesh. Or, oh, oh, you can be like, oh, there's something there. There's something. There's yeah, something yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, this is a song that everyone would request or would sing along to when we're playing Backyards. And then it morphs into like, oh, shit, this is way better. Or it's different. But you, so you see these little jumps, and you have to have those to kind of keep going, because if they're fucking, everything's a dud. <laughs> you're a dud, fool. <laughs> you know, and you can't have that. You just got to keep at it. I think, but putting in the time, I don't know how people do it now with everyone so busy with their phones and like all this stuff that, and I'm guilty of it too. It's not like I'm some kind of savior, but it must be a lot harder because back then it was like, kind of all you had. I remember when we sold out the Roxy at, on the streets of Wilmington CD release show in 2002, Cinco de Mayo, I think, or May 2nd, 02. I was counting the money on the floor of the bathroom, and I was like, you. I paid all the bands, Viernes, Chencha, like all these bands, and we still had like good amount. Paid for the pressing of the of the CD or whatever. And the next day, I bought my first cell phone because I was like a businessman at that point. I was like, <laughs> shit. I left work early. That's when I used to work or whatever. And I was like, fucking got me a Nokia with the fucking worm thing. That's right. I was right. like, because I'm, bu- I'm booking shit. Yeah. I just sold out the Roxy. And it's funny, but th- that was important because it was also paying me off in my way of like, okay, that was something. Okay, what's next? And that was like 2002. And then four year- the next year, I was on the Roadie as a warp tour, and then the next. That means there was like these little jumps that you always have yeah, to you have. You have to celebrate those victories. You know sure. what I'm saying? To keep you hungry to go on to the next and one. And to be able to see them. To yeah. be able to see the little bit like this yeah. is where I'm at. This is a win. You know, that's what, that's like, what my this. business partner tells me from each of that room. was like, yo, man, you have to, because it's just grind, grind, grind. He goes, you have to celebrate 
the victory to continue the grind. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. And that's one thing that I do have, you know, not issues with, but a problem is like really going out there and rewarding myself for the work that we've put in. Uh, but yeah. yeah, we're getting better. We're getting better. Little Cabo that's- trip, maybe. Oh, once shit. it's over, once all this uh, pandemic's over. But we have Josh Cram saying, how many songs did you write for Pink? <laughs> oh, that's Josh Cram. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I think, for Pink. No, I didn't. But those are really good songs. Those are... What, dun, 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 dun. I, I could play it. What's the trouble? No attorneys. And then Megan says you helped her with her dream. Elvis is the best dude out there. Thanks for everything. Oh, cool, man. I'm glad people helped me. There's been some people that have always helped me, and like I don't remember, I don't forget that. And I always try to like help people, even even sometimes when they're like, this is the thing that bugs me. All right, all right. You guys ready? Dim the lights. You guys (laughs) dim the lights. Bring out the incense. So if you ask me for my advice or my opinion, and you don't even listen to me. Not to do it, but my points because somebody be like, "Oh, what about this? What do you think about this?" I'm like, "Oh, I think this, 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 and this." All right, cool. We're still gonna do it though. Yeah. It's like Why I wonder if me? they. Yeah. But I like to help and listen. But sometimes I'm like, maybe I was like that too. You know what sure. I mean? We're all probably like that. But I'm like, because I, I try to like really help and I try to like break it down and I try to use metaphors too, like. Think of it as a pizza. No, but there's, and people, make, that, there's people that don't. <laughs> and you're adding toppings that suck. There's don't put those. Hilarious. Stick to the basics. Yeah. There's people that don't want that, that ask for help, yeah. but are not looking for help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. That they're looking for you I'm to, figuring that out. You know, like, I'm figuring that out because well, I think like, okay, I'll help you. And then I, I try to and it's like, oh, you're not. Oh. A dude I used to work for was a tattooer. Mm-hmm. Like, he's fucking an incredible tattooer. And when people would ask him, Hey, can you take a look at my portfolio? Mm-hmm. And it would be like, do you really want me to take a look at your portfolio? Like, you know, like, is that, are you, because if you're asking me. I'm about to fucking I will, light I, it up. I, I, but I'm going to tell you the truth about everything good and but bad you need you're to doing. hear that. Right. But it's like, and if you, if that's not what you're looking for, don't ask me to look at it, you know, <laughs> and then everyone be like, yeah, no, I want you to, it's like, all right, here we go. You know, but, <laughs> but like looking for that because you need to hear those things. Like I, I, whenever, cause like I am not. Like the my level of stand up, I always say that's like to compare it to guitar. It's like I know I can do, I'm doing it, but I have to stare at the strings. Like you know, yeah. it's like I, I'm yeah. there, but I have to. And I would love for somebody who knew what the fuck they were doing mm-hmm. to take me aside and go, "Look, this is how you're fucking up." Like you know, I, and that I don't have. I and so that kind of asking yeah. and receiving, I would fucking love that. I that's can it. understand how it could be a little like a bum out, like if someone tells like, "Hey, dude, check this out," because I've had people kind of like you know. Bring me aside. I remember one time, fucking tattooed in my head forever, in a good way. We were on a tour. This badass band that like one of my favorite bands just hits us up. And right when we were kind of like not really known, but he, they were like, "Yo, we'll take you on tour." And we went over our set time two minutes. Homie, I got lit up like fucking fire. Like, <laughs> let me talk to you real quick. And I was like, oh, what's up? All sweaty. Like, sure. You know, crowd was good. <laughs> I was like, what's up, man? He's going to tell me that we're going to go on another tour. Yeah. He was like, listen to me. Um, What you did today will never happen again, right? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you went over two minutes. So now they have to rush because you went over two minutes. And da 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 da. And I was like, oh, shit. I was just making a set list last night at practice with Left Alone and as I'm looking at it I'm like okay it's a 45 minute set 
I think I'm going to kick it at about 40 minutes. Sure. You know? Because I never want to go in that world again. Because it is disrespectful. Sometimes when people ask us to play another song, it's not that I don't want to. It's just I don't want to go over our time because it's fucked up. There's an etiquette and there's a lot of fucking, like, rules to this, like... To the music thing, to the comic thing, you just don't do that because it's disrespectful. And even if the crowd's like one more or something, you just don't because sure. you fuck it up for these guys yeah. and they're after you or above you. So they're just like you know, there's a whole thing going on. Yeah, that isn't just you. But I learned that shit in '06 and I never forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> and when we play our last song, I always look at the time, and that was helpful. At the time, I was kind of like, what the fuck, like. Why is he tripping? And then I was like, oh, oh, oh. Okay. Not, and this isn't an, an ego thing. This no. isn't anything. This is this is how this machine works. Yeah. And, you're and you're part of it. The just, just don't, yeah, you're one of the gears. <laughs> you're fucking it up. Yeah. yeah. But, it, but it's a good lesson to learn, you know? Yeah. And you took it correctly as opposed to being like, hey, fuck you. you yeah, know? right. Exactly. I'm fuck out you. of here. It's two minutes. Yeah. Break you. a bottle. Two minutes. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 better. Right. Fetal, fuck you. <laughs> nah, I was, I was greatly. Every time I see him, I don't tell him, but I'm like, I remember. Dude, yeah, that's yeah. fucking wild. Yeah. That shit is fun. Those conversations that will never leave your mind, no matter how hard you try to make nah. them. <laughs> yeah. Those are always the best, bro. Even in radio, we had some of those times where I used to get super smashed at a broadcast. And then my, my one of my best friends, Brad, who's, who's also my business partner, is like, yo, bro, you need to fucking like... You still need to be professional. Your work, though. man. You're working. Yeah. This is this is your persona, and if people just see you smashed, they'll be like, "This guy's fucking dumb." Yeah. The people will love yeah. you, but the the professional people that are behind the scene will be like, "Oh, this guy just fucking right comes over here and gets all fucked up." But you yeah, know. yeah. I, I'm sober a few years now, and like, um, yeah, the difference and like what you pick up also in, in like that world, and you know, when you're faded, you're like. You think everything's cool. You might say something dumb, and you think uh, it's yeah. you think it's funny. I'm super sarcastic, and I always think I'm funny, but I'm not. Some people, sure. Yeah. Like I, I got one, <laughs> I got one band member all the time. He's like, "Are you playing? Or I don't, I can't figure you out." I'm like, "Motherfucker, I'm always playing." Yeah, you know, no, I got another guy that through text, he'll just pick up the phone, and call me. Hey man, that last text you sent, are you tripping or no? Dude, I'm always How playing. did you mean that? How many times do we have to have this conversation, man? Yeah. I'm not fucking tripping. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's why I hate text too. Yeah, like, sure, I mean, sure, you can sure. read that however you want to interpret it, so it's always kind of all hard. I wrote was hello. Oh, why are you mad, bro? <laughs> yeah, what, what are you doing? <laughs> no, but I, yeah, so yeah, it's kind of good that you kind of get that perspective because, um, yeah, we've all been there and like you know, you just got to show up proper, you know, like yeah. all my favorite. Bands are all my my favorite professional people. Fucking get up early, do certain sure. things. Yeah. Like they they handle shit proper, and like everyone has a day off or whatever. But like those are the examples that I like to use in my world, where it's like, oh, these motherfuckers are legit. Like this guy doesn't have a drink till after, or <laughs> you know, till sure. after he's done. Yeah, then it's celebratory. Yeah, yeah, like I yeah. get that. And before I was like, it's punk rock. It's fucking everything all the time. You know, this is what it is. It's like no, it's not. But yeah, it is. In a certain level. Absolutely. And you can be that in other levels, but you have to, like, pick and choose your battles, I How's guess. performing sober? So, uh, it was scary. Like, um, it was it was definitely, like, different. It was, like, because you thought, you know, you, you, you use it as a crutch, and then, like, oh, I need this to, like, play good or, like, to get into it or, like, to write songs. Because, you know, you get used to that shit on tour. Of course. You, you always got this in your hand, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, always a cup. And it was it was hard in the beginning, but then that's when I started playing more acoustic because I wanted to just be like, 
You know, like just, that's as, about as naked as you can right get. Naked. You know, I was to say vulnerable, like up there. Naked and sometimes and I would show up to certain spots where I knew there was an open mic, and I just like asked to play, and I'd play a couple songs, and then I sometimes if no one was there, or like if they were like, "Go ahead, play longer," I just and that helped kind of develop the acoustic thing and more of a confidence of just like I don't really need to like you know get faded or just the, what you get used to. It's fucking weird, man. I remember the first time I saw Left Alive. I, mean, I know it was the first time. You had a full bottle of Jack Daniels yep. and fucking started the more and I was like, I can't believe he's drinking. It was a this. bottle of Jack a day, man. Yeah, I, I was like, this fool's up there murdering. A day, right? Thinking, like, <laughs> thinking everything's cool, but you know, you, of course, look it. But a, see, that's course. the thing. But that's the thing, though. That's to get here, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know? To get here, I had to be there and and kind of and I'm grateful for that and, and you know some great times and stuff. But you have to evolve. You have yeah. to kind of like, hopefully, I'd be I'd be sad as fuck if right. I showed up here with the fucking ball of jack, be like I spring said. break, <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are like, dude, it's the almost winter. None of you would have gone very different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Now I saw the stuff in there and I was like, it's just different, you know. Yeah. But I'm grateful, and some of my band members still, some of them are sober, some of them get faded, some of my, some of the most OG hardcore motherfuckers are like. Sober, and that's kind of like a cool thing to see because, hmm, Especially as you there's, get a, older, there's another side of the coin. Yeah, as yeah. you get older, you yeah. see all these like older, cool ass fucking sober dudes. Like, nah, fuck, so it's like, ah, oh, damn, what's up, man? It like, is. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, what do they know? It's like <laughs> they got the cheat code. They wake, and shit. Up five, ah, wake up at five. Wake up at five thirty. Fucking work out every yeah, day. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, what quick. the fuck is going on? Oh I, I think what it is, you get it out of your fucking system. Then you realize how bad the shit you're fucking doing to your body anyway. Maybe. And either you're gonna die young, all fucked up, or you're gonna fucking clean your shit up and live a little bit longer, get healthier longer. Well, that's the dream, right? To die young. That was like kind of. Well, that, well that's not your guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one that's said anything. Thought. I was all just kidding. No, I got. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, but you have that thing because you know it's, it's very romantic to like your heroes and shit and I'm you know like to just or, go wild yeah yeah and then you realize ah and, hmm hmm like, fuck. and then you realize once you pass their age like oh fuck 27 these are kids yeah these yeah. are kids killing it literally like they were doing so they're like just fucking heavy so, weight to that shit Selena yeah. was 23 yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is a child. Do you know? Like, it's fucking... Anything for yeah. Selena. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. Yeah, but, yeah, that's even younger. So then you kind of, you know, you just kind of... I'm lucky. Lucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. <laughs> that one is luck. Yes! That one is luck. I'll tell you what is lucky. It's going to be the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast and all you uh, West Coasters out there because we're going to get a live performance from Elvis tonight for the first time ever <laughs> on the, on the Pop Lock Breaking Ground Punk Rock Podcast. Yeah. I'm going to play sad before. songs, though. So Hell I, yeah. Bring out the want. fucking the Kleenex and I'm shit. Ready to be Bro, Achi. Yes. I trust me. I'm ready. Ready to go? I got fucking pinned up, fucking sadness. Ready what to happened? Oh what did she do? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Dim the lights. Que pasó? Uh, once again, so uh, uh, this uh, this coming up weekend. I'm sorry, or Alex's bar when Thursday, is that Thursday, Thursday Manic Hispanic album release show at Alex's bar. There's only a few tickets left. They're probably gone. Less right than now. ten. I'm going to buy them and then sell them on back on eBay. Damn. Damn. Flipping. Yeah. I'll, I'll stand outside of my own show and be yeah. like, you guys want to come in or what? <laughs> Any tickets? I'll, be like, I'll get you the VIP. I'll walk you through the side. 
Uh, and as far as like your projects, I mean, any new songs coming out? Any new albums? Anything? I mean, yeah, uh, Left Alone just released an album in April. Um, we're gonna, we're finishing up a couple more videos, and the idea was to release it again, but do all the songs in Spanish. Oh, okay. Right. So because we released a couple songs and. They do pretty good, and I like. I've always wanted to do that, so we might do something with that. I'm gonna finish my other solo project record thing that I'm doing. Most of the songs have been recorded, so I. Have, but I wrote some more, so then I'll do that, and then um, just kind of working on that. I have um, O and K. I'm I'm releasing the record in October. This is a band from L.A. area. Um, I have Scalloween coming. This is the 20th year anniversary. It's been 20 years so of that shit. So fucking cool, man. Yeah, we're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. We're doing Riverside and then uh, L.A. in October, and releasing a compilation for that and a whole line of merch. So I mean, just busy with music. Yeah. Where can we hunt you down for to get all this latest and greatest uh, information? Is it like one site for everything, or do we have to go individual for like? Manic left alone for your personal. Yeah, projects. everyone kind of has their own world. It's it's my solo thing, which is just me, my name, and then left alone. Manic Hispanic, Smell of His Records, Road Dog merch. Yeah, you guys, got to go out, like, subscribe, buy the shit, go to the show, sneak in, do what you got to fucking do, and support the fucking music, support Elvis, support the fucking locals. Now that it's back, right? Yeah, for, exactly. for the time being, let's Big rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a drought. Yeah, it's it's been weird, but it's it's good. You know, shows are happening. We're doing punk rock bowling at the end of the month. There we go. And then we're doing punk in the park in November. That's left alone. And then we're playing October twenty second at the Glass House. Are you playing Saturday or Sunday? Domingo, but we'll be there both days. Okay, right, right. Yeah, we'll be there. I'll be there on Sunday for what punk rock bowling? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Saturday we're playing punk rock bowling. Ah. No, no, no. I'm sorry for uh, punk in the punk park. in the park Sunday. Sunday. Cool. Domingo. I'll be there Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm going to have to miss church. Yeah. Uh-oh. I think I'm in trouble for that, bro. Well, there's probably an app, right? I could just watch it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. They're live streaming. No, you know what? They're live streaming church. The holy water just like hits <laughs> me. Like they used to say, tres alma marias and dos padres nuestros. You're good. Bro. That's it? That's it. You're good. For the week. Yeah. That's Get it. it. Everyone out there is missing church. That's all you got to do. <laughs> You're fine. Just, just do that on... You know, I bet you have these people don't even can't even say those prayers, so they're nah. gonna be screwed anyway. Yeah. So like, what's that? Yeah. What's that? Padre Nestro. Huh? Hell yeah. So uh, how long have you guys been doing this? This is forty nine episodes, so yeah. just short of a year. Whose idea was it? Um, Look, when I when I who I, asked who out? That's why I'm asking. Right, okay. It's been this, a, who wanted to be with who? There's been a lot of back and forth, oh. but the this right here was me. Like when we finally because we did it, there was different names and different combinations yeah. of people. And then we stopped doing it completely, and then I was like, Steve, like, dude, like, can we fucking... Yeah, can we, can we hang out? Can we, yeah, basically, it's like, well, can we do this? I have nothing we... else. I have nothing. It was during the pandemic. No. I was yeah. like, I have nothing fucking going on. Can we please? I'm going crazy. Yeah. Can we fucking do yeah. something, cool. please? Well, we, we like, he's, like he said, like, as soon as I got out of radio, we started doing other stuff, and then we, you know, with Mario doing this, we ended up, like he said, we had multiple different... Uh, you know, get people on here, and it just wasn't working, and you know, people couldn't come or whatever. The names, and and then one day <clears throat> during the pandemic, I was coming to the studio, and I was listening the day before to Joe Rogan and all those guys. I listened to their podcast, and they were just shitting on California, like, "Oh, we're leaving California because of the pandemic. We're moving to Houston and all that." And I was like, "You know, fuck you guys, dude." Fuck you for coming to California, LA, making it, and then fucking on the way out telling us how much it sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then so to me, born and raised here, I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm from here. I made it here. 
My first ever radio gig was L.A. Yeah. I didn't have to go anywhere else. I started in the fucking big leagues, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the number one radio station. So you're not going to come here and talk this shit. Now, we were fired up. Came in. I go, hey, guys, we're the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast, which at the time I didn't realize how fucking long that <laughs> and, and Don't ever get a sign because it's going to cost you <laughs> a shit. <laughs> and, 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 Too and, many letters. Yeah. And that day, that, <laughs> That's a lot of letters. that was episode Too many. number one. Like, you sh- and, and it's That's never cool, been. though. And Johnny's fucking awesome. And, you know, he did... Before even that name or before that incident, we had been coming in, and Johnny was like, yo, dog, like, let's fucking do this shit, bro. Like, you and I can fucking handle it. We don't need other guys here fucking That's cool. tuning in and shit, like, or, you know, or chiming in. And he's fucking funny as fuck. He, you know, he, he's smart, and he knows his shit, and every time we bring somebody in here, he fucking knows them. <laughs> and, and, or knows someone that knows them, which makes it amazing because there's more stories there. There's like you sure. know the tattoo part of it, the music. Hey, going to shows and knowing some of the same people that always works. And, mm. and, and Mario, of course, being a part of it as well, and having this awesome studio in the city of Compton, and you know, just guys that just wanted to put something together, and, and having guys like yourself that we know that we consider friends. Uh, Ephraim, yourself, some of my friends from from K Rock back in the days. Uh, you know, Marlene from the Rhythm Shakers coming out and just hanging out with us. Cody, and, Elvis knows Cody, too. We had Cody. Yeah, we had here. Cody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, everyone oh, yeah, that just comes yeah. in and, <laughs> and just, you know, does us a favor to come out here and, and talk with us. And you, know? you guys are like a band. You guys exactly like a band, how, like, you start off and, like, some dudes aren't into it as much as you or some life thing happens and you have to, like, get somebody else. But when you find the core... Yeah. Then you could do a lot of shit. Hell yeah! You don't and do Mario's what... a keyboardist, just so you know. <laughs> oh <laughs> by, man! By, by the way, they just found the Mexican who could do everything. Yeah, that's yeah, this that's guy. Yeah. yeah, I know how to push buttons. Say that we'll throw it up. We need a button push. Yeah. Bam, bam. Oh, you're the guy. Yeah, we need a button. <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy. Yeah, so let's get into it, man. Yeah, let's man. Let's I let's changed know. my mind. I don't feel like playing any songs. <laughs> let's go. Hey, that's right. Thanks for turning in. We'll yeah. see you guys next yeah. week. We love you. Good night. <laughs> no, we're going to set it up right now. We're live, so we're yeah. starting to get going. Uh, well, in that case, uh, Johnny, uh, talk for a second while we get him on stage. Yeah, uh, or uh, you can talk about the Michelada Rumble that's coming up this weekend. That's, uh, what's the date of that? Saturday, September 7th, 18th in Lake Paris. Yo, the fairgrounds. This, Saturday. this, this Saturday. Saturday in Paris. At the fairgrounds, that fairgrounds is sweet. You guys can stop by and see the memorial sign for Ray Lopez. Not only Lopez. that though, but it's like sold out. Four nineteen. Oh, I know VIP sold out. VIP is sold out. Come on through. It's gonna be a great time. Michelada's wrestling, um, shit, uh, cars. We're gonna be hanging out, man. Come and have a drink, dude. I won't. I don't drink till the end. Sure, you're working. There you go. No, I'll, that's the way I do it. You're like working. all my all, all, all my friends from my neighborhood that I grew up in, they bring their cars out, and at the end when we're done. I go and hang out with them and have a couple beers. Once the work is done. What's up? Yeah, yeah. I've gotten in trouble with my ex-girlfriend. She's like, where you at? Are you still there drinking beers with your buddies? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. I've been here all day. And you can have a beer with your buddies at Alex's this Thursday. Manic Hispanic album release. There's a few tickets left, if there are any left at all. Yeah. Alex already bought them right now. Yeah. I mean, Alex, uh, 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 Elvis is... Uh, uh, Elvis, yeah. He, he, he went from Alex to... Uh, what do you call him? I call yeah, him Alex. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck, bro. Yeah, you yeah, know what? You Alex said Alex earlier. God mind. damn it. God damn it. Uh, 
So yeah, man, it, it's amazing. This is going to be our first live in studio. Did you uh, watch any of the uh, the AEW pay per view? No, I haven't. I haven't, man. I have, but I've been. You know what? I'm trying to catch up on my AEW. Just try to look for, look for it, but I've been missing it. Sure. I've only been seeing Impact. And I, I Get the fuck out of here, dude! <laughs> like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong. Those guys are... We They're trying hard. Crap. They're doing They're their thing. The They're They're really I have respect for all professional yeah. wrestlers, except for one who will remain nameless. But, yeah. Hulk Hogan. Come no, on, I respect Hulk Hogan. It's all right. There's only one. <laughs> yeah. All right, Steve. How about this? For the first time ever, let's get that light turned off. Let's get oh, sexy yeah, up in this man. bitch. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. No pressure. No pressure at all. Te quiero ver hoy en la noche. Te quiero ver en la madrugada. Te quiero ver en el día y otra vez mañana. Caminando por la ciudad, oh, y solo pienso en ti. Corazones desamparados causan tanto sufrir. Porque las noches son frías, largas y secas hasta el amanecer. Y veces escribo tu nombre, ¿qué más puedo hacer? Te quiero ver. Hoy en la noche Te quiero ver En la madrugada Te quiero ver En el día Y otra vez Mañana De bar en bar En donde me encuentran Tomando por ti En un rincón, cantando tu canción De días cuando éramos felices Con tequila empecé, pulque acabé Hasta que el sol regresó Tengo tu nombre tatuado Junto a mi corazón Te quiero ver hoy en la noche Te quiero ver En la madrugada Te quiero ver En el día Y otra vez Mañana Te quiero ver, quiero ver, quiero ver Te quiero ver Te quiero ver, quiero ver, quiero ver Te quiero ver Uh, seven was with the with the uh, three piece horn section. Uh, there was another band with like a complete fucking organ that was just the entire band. I think that was Unsound Sunday. Really crazy. Sovereign Artist was like the seven piece band that we had in here. 
last night I dreamt You were here still with me And you looked up and smiled at me With those heart-shaped eyes But today's now tomorrow And it's the hardest pill to swallow Knowing that you lay your head In another town And now you're gone songs are like that are like the cumbia songs they're all fucked up and you're all dancing like sorry bro I don't listen to cumbia well, I don't either but like <laughs> so most of them are all fucked like, up tragic either, songs I hear them I don't yeah. listen to them <laughs> my neighbors yeah it's kind of weird some they're hidden huh yeah oh this is pretty sad it's about addiction I'm at party city I never thought come the day I see the world through clear eyes And in the back of my mind I'm still pining for those nights And the deep dark times They still come visit me And that's when I realize that I'm not free The darkness moved in The same day you said goodbye
Some say the hardest thing is staying sober out of the road. I take it day by day with a cup of coffee and a pack of smoke. And the deep, dark times, they still come visit me. And that's when I realize that I'm not free. The darkness moved in the same day you said goodbye. The darkness moved in, and I ain't never gonna be alright. The darkness moved in the same day you said goodbye. The darkness moved in, and I ain't never gonna be alright. Turns out I'm not free. One more, are you guys? Yeah, fuck one more. Yeah. Hell yeah! Shit! Tell me Hell what yeah! This is ever. Seven more. Yeah. All right, let me see. What should I play? I have a set list that I never follow. Did you, you already play the one that they've asked for? Online? Mm, yes. Okay. Barry, you want? How much time do we have? Whatever. Oh shit! You guys are Deep. fucking getting crazy on a Monday. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah! To the homie it's, Barry. it's still early. Happy drunk. It's about drinking. Hell yeah! Imagine that. Everything seems like a lie When you've been through the shit that I've been through And as I sit here planning out your death What part of me still some way still loves you I don't want to go out on the streets again I just want to be alone I don't want to go out on the streets again I just want to drink alone Every day I'm such a mess And I drink so much that I should have been born a fish And all the things that I've now lived to regret Well, she'll never find herself on that list I don't want to go out on the streets again I just want to be alone I don't want to go out on the streets again I just want to drink alone One more. Something new. Something new? Something new that, you know, we can break it here. First timer. I'm going to fuck it up, though. Is that cool? No, hey. We're not recording, right? This isn't forever, right, guys? Hey. I mean, it's not like we're live right now. It's not for real, right? No, it's not for real. But hey, we've never heard it, so we don't even know. your own personal (laughs) We don't even know if you fuck it up. It's brand new. We've never heard it. Well, it's a cover of, like, one of my favorite artists, but he's, like, he's really good. It's a really good song. But I, you know when you listen to a song and you identify with it and you kind of feel like it's about you? Yeah. But since I play songs, it's one of those that I wish I would have wrote, even though I'm not <laughs> on his caliber. And I'm like, damn, he picked it first. You know what I mean? Like when you get the good kids and the fucking, you pick them for like the teams? Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I totally get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where's that angel with dirty knees who wasn't hard to please when we first met? She don't act like she needs me now and she don't even seem to be upset. Maybe I've covered too much ground. I've been from town to town since I grew up. Could my dreams take up too much space? I'll never find a place that's big enough. 
and the chairs go up on the bar now, and the table lights go black. So I order one last dub when I start calling people back. Mark sounds good, he's been working hard, he couldn't punch a card to save his life. Says he's glad that he quit the road, he says he's getting old, he missed his wife. Little M's been asleep since nine, you know she's doing fine, she always is. Dad won't answer the phone at night, but I guess that's alright, the place is his. And the chairs go up on the bar now, and the table lights go out. In my pockets, directions back across the railroad tracks to where I crash. Maybe I should make down a car, I won't be going far and I've got cash. I think I block just to park away, but I can't really say it's been all night. How I wish you would call me here, but you just disappeared, it wasn't right. And the street lights help a little, but they're barely half alive. And I don't feel much like walking, I sure as hell can drive. Close your eyes and remember this, it won't be back again, it's almost gone. Even times that don't seem like much will be your only crutch when you're alone. Time moves slow when you're 17 and then it picks up steam at 21. Pretty soon you'll remember when you can remember when you love someone. That was it. I fucked it up twice, but it's okay because nobody knows. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming down, Are for we, rocking out on this Monday. I think, I, I think he has one more in him. He's standing there like he has that one, Why? one more in him. I, 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 I mean, hey, you guys want to hear a sad one or a super sad one? Ooh, yeah, super yeah. sad. That's super sad. <laughs> super Steve. Hell yeah. yeah. Here I go and that bottom feeder is a bottom feeding again And I'm sitting here consumed by grief of all the drama my friends are in And I'm in a different place, I'm walking around with no heart And I want to finish the game, but I lost my turn and I have to go back to start huh? Oh Lord, now please come help me, man, my broken heart I've been sitting here, tired and alone, drinking and playing my guitar in this bar. And it's been a cold December, and it's been such a lonely holiday. And I'm sitting now, waiting, hoping you'll come back to my arms someday. Pardon me for the things I've said, but she's got me up against the wall. And I've been struggling to keep it together while she just waits for me to fall. I'm in a different place I'm walking around with no heart And I want to finish the game But I lost my turn And I have to go back to start uh, Oh Lord, now please come help me Man, 
broken heart Cause I've been sitting here Tired and alone Drinking and playing my guitar in this bar And it's been a cold December And it's been such a lonely holiday And I'm sitting out waiting and hoping You'll come back to my arms someday And I'm sitting out waiting and Thank you. Buenas noches. Man. Next week? You know what? It's number one live podcast on Tuesday. We just blew up Mondays, man. (laughs) Number one live podcast on Mondays. Elvis from Left Alone and many more projects. He's going to be this Thursday night at Alex's Bar in Long Beach playing with Manic Hispanic, man. Thank you. You've just elevated this podcast Fuck to yeah. the next level. Woo! Like, I don't even know what we're going to do next week to, to, to get. I mean, like, yeah, we, we might quit. as well end. We quit. 49 <laughs> just crushed 50. Yeah. I just so. want to thank you so much, Matt, for coming out and, and telling us your story and motivating everyone out there and helping quite a few people. And, again, for the performance was amazing. You did a great job, bro. Again, the number one live podcast. It's the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast, and you just took us to the next level, bro. Thank you. We'll see you, ne- we'll you, see you next week. That's right. We out. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you so much. The number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Coming to you from Big Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your tubs in the air and let's get ready to pop